You're listening to Box Office Bros. Starring Corey Osborne. It's a party every week, baby. Embarrass me in front of Corey. How many of these guys are named Corey? And Chance Oliver. Are you prepared to take that chance? I think you ought to know what our chances are. You had your chance and you blew it. Let's start the show. Now go do that voodoo that you do. Hold on to your butts. Showtime, a-holes. Hello, this is Corey Osborne from the Box Office Bros Podcast, and we have the one, the only, the best co-host around. Oh my god. Chance Oliver, hello. Oh, the best co-host is me? I thought it was your buddy Loki over That is Loki, as he's licking his ass right now. <laughs> Multitasker. <laughs> Multi. Honestly, he, gotta keep, he has to keep himself clean. You know, toilet paper is uh, inaccessible to those without thumbs. That is that is very true. I shouldn't bully my cats for not having opposable thumbs, so they have to make do with whatever they have to do. Anyways, um, with that said, um, hi there. Sorry for the brief hiatus. I haven't been feeling well, as you may tell. Wow. Um, if you see, if you hear like the mic going like, or you hear any gulps or anything, it's because I normally don't have water on me or anything like that because mm. I don't want to subject you to those kind of noises but Glug. right now i am still like i feel fine i'm just kind of dealing with the like aftermath of being sick the past couple of weeks so yeah spring hit and he was just like no exactly the weather was just like mm, nope about that which but, is funny because it's uh, pretty dreary today gosh exactly but it was pretty nice the past few days yeah um but with that said uh, we have a great show lined up for y'all today we're gonna be um we're gonna be talking a little bit about the Oscars. <laughs> Anyways, uh, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a real hard hitting time. One would say that we're gonna. One would also say that we're gonna be not keeping anything out of our mouths, but mm-hmm. we're gonna be, you know, putting words out of our mouths. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like uh, we would like to. I don't know if Will Smith's gonna be too thrilled about us after this podcast because oh, I don't really. I don't really give a damn. I mean, it's not like we're assaulting his ears or anything. Exactly. Assault. <laughs> <laughs> and humor. <laughs> Gosh. Oh, you know, it would be funny. That social media website that they had in like iCarly is probably freaking out right now because of the brand recognition. Oh <laughs> the <my> slap. <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh, okay but uh regardless of all of that um yeah i'm really excited for the show today it's gonna be a good time um we're gonna be talking about the oscars we're gonna be talking about moon Knight. we're gonna be talking about you know a little bit of drama with um ezra miller going on because he's <laughs> deciding to have his implosion his implosion for he has like a buy buy or like basically he has a quarterly it seems like meltdown that he has one of them was yeah. okay because he said he was going to kill members of the Ku Klux Klan, which, like, I kind of get. <laughs> like, is it a little unnecessary, maybe? Well, I'm not going to say that, like, okay. Uh, like, I'm not going to say that I disagree with him. He's going to go President Grant on their ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, I'm not going to say that I disagree with his sentiment against the Ku Klux Klan, obviously. Um, but for those of you who don't know, Ezra Miller is just crazy, and that's the reason why this <laughs> is already gone off the walls because it doesn't if you, make sense because if you dive in deep um 
the weird outlandish statement I just made makes sense. Just right. Google Ezra Miller and then KKK. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you'll know exactly what I'm talking about, I promise. <laughs> Anyways, before this completely derails, we'll be talking about Moon Knight as well. And, you know, we're just going to also chat about some things going on around in the mo- in the movie realm in general. So, yeah. Can we talk about how we're not going to see Morbius? Because I don't think I want to anymore. <laughs> I don't know if I want to see Morbius, but I... Honestly, for the takes, you, maybe, maybe you, for the takes, I'd go. See okay, it. maybe we can watch Morbius. Maybe we can watch Morbius when it comes out, true on digital. Yeah, and we can laugh and talk about it here because yeah. I think that'd be good content. It would be, but I don't really feel like paying for a movie ticket. <laughs> I don't at wanna. that <laughs> at that at that rate. I'll because pay it for lo- Venom, because, but no, because oh gosh. Somebody was posting that, um, I think it was Cosmonaut Marcus, uh, shout out to Cosmonaut if you haven't seen any of his stuff or listened to any of his stuff, he's fantastic, but um, he posted that like the um, Spider-Man villains universe is going to turn out like this, and it was a picture of that like universal dark oh, universe. Oh, the dark universe. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I, I retweeted your retweet. <laughs> Gosh, I was like, that's so funny. But with that said, uh, with, uh, sl- with the thunderous slap heard around the world, um, if any of you haven't heard about this, you've been living d- under a dang rock. Um, but yeah, so Chris Rock made a GI Jane joke at the Oscars and, mm-hmm. um, it was about Jada and, um, Biggin yeah. Smith. And then, um, and Jada well, has alopecia. Yeah. Jada has alopecia, which is something that apparently all of us need to know because the, if there's anything about the Smith family, it's that they want us to know way too much about their family, uh-huh. um, and their personal lives. Um, you know, like I didn't need to know about all the August entanglements and anything. And I didn't need to know that apparently, um, Will Smith is awful in bed. Um, also leave him alone. Like we just like, <laughs> I didn't need to know any of these things, Jada, but need, needless to say, we know now. Yeah. Um, but with that said, um, <laughs> yeah, with that said, um, we, he will, uh, Chris Rock made a joke. Was it an insensitive joke? Yes. I'm not trying to defend anybody here because mm-hmm. this is this is a very eh situation. Um, it's rich people causing problems for other rich people. Yeah. And um, with that said, Will Smith went ahead and slapped him on the face in the middle of the Oscars. Um, so yeah, um, Chance, what, 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 what's your what's your take on that? Okay, so there's like several angles to approach this from. Uh, I guess first I'll say. You know, I don't think race is one I think is like too important in this regard. Like a lot of people are just like, because I like for like the immediate reaction I saw was like, how dare you criticize a black man standing up for his wife? And I'm just like, I don't think that's the issue here. Like they've been, I don't, I don't know. Cause like if it was like a white guy, but it's Chris Rock, like the most like 1990s like if you told someone in the 90s about this you're just like oh shit like they'd be like what the guy from fresh prince of bel-air the fresh prince (laughs) fought chris rock what the hell like i don't know it's just like and coming from like i don't know because like it was like a black man made a joke about a black woman and her also black husband slapped the shit out of him like I can understand why race might be important, but I just like, 
I don't think it's the main selling point. I think what mm-hmm. another important one is is like I won't I don't want to say free speech, but definitely like comedian because you know how like comedians are just like oh we can't say anything anymore and just like some of them unironically say it but i think like that wasn't like the most offensive like call the church joke ever made yes like, i i would i can agree with that <laughs> i think like because you know the, there's always been like the heckler in the comedian world but like Going on stage and like assaulting them, I don't know. It just sets a bad precedent in front of everyone. No, and I, I agree there. And I would say, like, as um, should he have done it? No, but yeah. should have Will Smith smacked the shit out of him? No, like I think yeah. it was just like, I think like you know, it's like if someone like, you know, excuse like the the iron the irony of this metaphor, but like it's like if someone backhanded you and then you picked up a cast iron skillet. <laughs> And smack them across the skull. Like, okay, Gosh, that yeah. was an escalation that was not needed. Yeah, exactly. And here's um, what I'll say about this. And, you know, for those of you who do not know, um, I, I am black. What? And so it's like one of those deals this is news where, to me. yeah, it's one of those things where, um, like, as a black man, and seeing different people's takes on this, mm-hmm. other folks who are also black... I kind of disagreed with a lot of people on it yeah. because here's um here's like my thing and I'm not trying to like be that one like dissenting black voice in the mm-hmm. th- in the patch cuz I actually respect people's thoughts on this and I mm-hmm. get where they're coming from right. but here's my thing about it is like a lot of people there's a stigmatization of black men against black women in the community watch a yeah. Medea movie and you'll understand his bias <laughs> that he has against black Tyler women Perry's been um, real so, quiet lately exactly <laughs> exactly you, you know why he was defending Chris Rock or why he was why he was uh, defending uh, Will Smith so ardently or why he was talking mm-hmm. down Will Smith so ardently probably was using a Medea voice the entire damn time oh my god <laughs> Um, but, um, it's insane how much money those movies make, by the way. It is insane. Um, but with what I'm trying to say here is that, um, there has been a very black men versus black women kind of thing Mm -hmm. that's happened in pop culture as well in our actual lives. Right. And a lot of black men will kind of slap the hand that fed them Mm -hmm. as in like hating on their black on their black mothers as well as black women that they're romantically inclined to or not inclined to Mm -hmm. and um so there's been issue of that of a lot of black men not protecting black women right and i think that hurt and i think Mm -hmm. that historical context um Mm -hmm. to what has gone down in the community is a lot of the reason why you're seeing takes like that and i'm very empathetic towards takes like that but i think we need to like kind of go on a tightrope here when it comes to all of this i don't know because like i think that's just like the wrong like this is the wrong event to you know cinch that to you know yeah exactly and then what i'm one real quick thing that i want to get into um is the fact that um like i don't know like ag- male aggression and um pettiness mm. is not a good way to show you how chivalrous you are towards your significant other yeah. because i don't know about you guys y- y'all are probably wrong and i know that some of you guys and gals are different here but 
my significant other would be appalled if I got up at a work event and slapped somebody in the face Mm -hmm. on their behalf. First of all, because my significant other would probably be the one to actually do the slapping in the first place because she doesn't need me to do it. Um, But also in the fact that she, but she won it, but also in the fact that she, um, she doesn't find that to, she finds that to be a very toxic and not good way to, you know, Mm -hmm. deal with problems or deal with um, issues. And, at the crux of all of this, like, it's annoying because it is a serious issue, but it makes me, it almost makes me laugh because it's just such a stupid situation, too, yeah. though. That's the thing. So, like, you have all this deep talk that we're giving right now, but honestly, the whole damn thing is so ludicrous to yeah, me. Like, like, it's wild that this even happened. It's wild that the Oscars had have enough don't have enough security to make something like this like i understand that they're the people in the front and they're supposed Mm -hmm. to be roasted the most and everything like that but there aren't two security guards at the bottom there seeing a guy charge onto the stage like that when they haven't gotten notes of somebody coming up on stage for a bit or something like that it's ridiculous to me these are all like oh obviously they're celebrities these are all like actors and actresses like these are like the people of the business like there's like someone there's like rarely someone you're not going to recognize, especially in that town where it's just like, Oh, Hey, it's just like, uh, just like, uh, Martinez in the Batman. It's just like, Hey, Mr. Wayne. It's just like, Hey, Mr. Smith. Like that sort of shit. Like would you ever, if you were a security guy, would you ever suspect that sort of shit was going to happen? That is also true. Like obviously, but it's like, I don't know. It's one of those things that I thought, like, I thought it was weird. And like, I, <laughs> It, like it was weird, funny, and disturbing all in one fail swoop. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. in one hand, the like very cynical part of me is like, "This is hilarious." Rich people <laughs> and their ego slapping slapping each other and everything right. like that. But on the other hand, I see how morally bankrupt Hollywood is because mm-hmm. the same man came up five minutes later, and then first of all, he barreled all over. He barreled over Quest Love's win for best documentary feature, which is mm-hmm. really shitty of him. Right. And and also, he goes on, talks about how, um, you know, he's like, you know, I'm, I'm, he's like, he's like, I channeled King Richard, and then like Serena, his parents, Serena, so Serena, and Venus, Venus Serena, like, oh, their fucking eyes. I would have Serena and, and Venus were just like super, and their dad were like super, like no, that's that ain't it. Because here's the deal, he took away all of the credit from everybody who made that movie he mm-hmm. took away the importance of the entire night for so many people yeah, like, and it just sucks that we have to talk about this at the top you know what i mean like it's, it's a really stupid thing and quite frankly um him resigning from the academy means nothing because it just means he can't vote yeah. he can still what's get one, an academy what's or one vote what's one vote in the academy and you're still eligible you know like they give like they, they literally give out Academy Awards to people who aren't, aren't in the Academy. Like if he probably gets another Academy Award, he's probably back in the Academy. Like I just like if he had like like calmly walked up stage or like even when Chris was off stage, walked backstage and just like not even like just like just like put his hand on his shoulders like, hey, I really didn't appreciate that. Like use talk like an adult in a very, very prestigious setting. Which is so important for the industry that's struggling right now. No, exactly. And like, this is the bullshit we're talking about. Like, 
No, because everybody's everybody who isn't as into this stuff as we are are questioning whether they should even have to go to the movies after COVID. Right. They're like, why can't we just watch all like, this on Netflix? You know I what I mean? I can see the lizard fight the big ape from my couch. Why do I need to go out and buy popcorn? I see no reason to. Exactly. Like, shit, we're like, what, two weeks away from the Batman mm. being on Max? No, for sure. It's crazy. Um, I don't know, because like, I feel bad for Serena and um, Venus, Venus and their dad and, mm-hmm. and like literally everyone. Like that was like, you know how long it's taken for like women in athletics to like get as far as it has right now. Like I've yeah. seen like, I don't like, like I probably seen like the WNBA be as most prevalent as I've ever fucking seen it in my entire life. Like, and the fact that like one of the most famous athletes in the world is what well, was Venus is Serena. Like... I don't know. You, like, I feel like you're just like putting like a wrench into progress. Oh no, hundred hundred and ten percent. Like we gotta be, we gotta be bro. Like we gotta be guys up on stage right now. Like no, and, and and it's one of those things where it was just all around not a great, um, great night for them. Because Jane Campion even said like, oh yeah, you. Venus and Serena, you do amazing, but I compete with the guys. Like, that's literally something she said <laughs> in the director's speech and everything. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell? Oh. Like, what are the, like, the thing is, the hell's that supposed if there's anything that this an entire award show proved, it's the fact that Hollywood is just completely out of touch. By the way, the fact that they had Amy Schumer on stage, oh my gosh, the lady, okay, like, Amy Schumer literally said, that and a rejected joke that she had was don't look up more like don't look up the barrel of Alec Baldwin's shotgun. And she, Come on, she said that someone she, fucking yeah, died. Yeah, Amy. yeah. She said that that she said that that was a joke. She said, they wouldn't allow me to do that joke, but Will Smith can slap somebody on the stage of the Oscars. And I'm like, you're fucking dumb. You like, gosh, I'm please like, please tell me you're smart enough to see the difference. No, and, and what, it's like one of those things like, that, you know, because and, and, and it's just like one of those deals where I'm like, golly. Oh, by the way, um, I don't know why I have to make this disclaimer, but Box Office Bros isn't for kids. Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to let you guys know there's an E at the lower corner of the Apple podcast thing Explicit. for a reason. So just, someone complain about that? I kind of i'm just going to continue on barrel over it we can talk but yeah (laughs) (laughs) but continue but continuing on with that um i don't know because yeah like i feel like will smith like if you just hadn't like just fucking let it go Mm -hmm. like he was gonna win an academy award like he probably should have won for when he played muhammad ali yeah years ago what is that fucking 15 years ago now it was a while ago over like you're finally gonna get the award you deserve like I mean, you were probably on the list of like, like after Leo got his, like you were probably one of the ones who's just like, oh, he doesn't have an Academy Award yet. What the hell? You know? No, exactly. Um, Like it's like literally, what is it? Like 10 minutes later in the presentation is when like best actor was awarded, like less than like, I don't know. It just like ruined his moment. Like. Maybe, like, if he hadn't done it, it would be ruined in his head. But just, like, for everyone else, it's just like, damn. Now Will Smith, you know, finally getting the award is just going to be like, oh, yeah, he smacked the shit out of Chris Rock, like, ten minutes beforehand. No, exactly. And it's just, 
it's so just frustrating. it's just extremely silly. It's silly that we were even talking about this. But at the same time, it's almost like, okay, apparently something dumb like this at the Oscars has to happen for people to even talk about the dang show. Yeah, like... And so it's like, okay. Like, is this the most that's been talked about since that whole Moonlight La La Land fiasco? I, I think so. I'm struggling to think of anything else dumb that's happened. Yeah, I wasn't... I'm trying to think about something that happened last year, but like... Like, I don't know. Like, I mean, let's see. I don't know. Like, John Travolta hasn't said anything insane at the Oscars. Adele Dazeem. <laughs> that was just funny. That was funny. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't understand, like, why this, like, I get, well, I, I do understand why. It's because the Oscars is not a good show. Like, it's very important for the industry, but, like, it is very boring television. The Golden Globes is actually surprisingly like, yeah. pretty decent. Like the Globe, they st- yeah. like the for- Hollywood Foreign Press really sucks. Yeah, but um, like whenever they had the one they didn't they used to have Ricky Gervais yeah host that and everything he was hilarious and I'm like gosh if if Will and Jada are gonna get pissed at anybody gosh they, <laughs> he, they're lucky that Ricky Gervais wasn't up there. Um, Dude, he's, <laughs> making, he's, making jokes about it. He's from across the pond. He'll probably fight back. He's yeah. just like, <laughs> like he probably said something about Manchester United, and someone probably tried to fight him, and he had to fight back. <laughs> I like have nothing. I know nothing about soccer, so that's all. That's all you're gonna get from me. But uh, but yeah. yeah. With with all that said, with you know political onto the actual um, robo- uh, yeah. awards of the, so- yeah, of the show. Yeah, it's like you know it. It sucks that it happened. I really hope that Will Smith learns from it. Um, I really, I don't think this is worth canceling Will Smith over. No. I think that the man has gone through it the past couple of years. Um, honestly, like, you never really know what's going through anybody's head. But from a little tidbits, um, yeah, like, it seems like he's in a very toxic environment. Yeah, and I hope like, he gets out of it. Like, have that's, you all seen, that's all I'm going to say about I that. mean, just like all those vlogs of how like sad he is and how like sad he says he is. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, damn, dude. Exactly. You got to get out of there. Yeah. Like, and the thing is, it's like, there's this like one clip that was like ride or die for life. And it's like, well, you don't have to do that. You don't yeah. you know, like, like if something, if a relationship is not, you know, bringing life to you. You don't really have to do that. But, like, you know, that's just all conjecture. No, you know, you like, never, you, 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 you never know. You, you don't know. But like, with he, that's, he could be as happy as making bad boys movies for all we know. <laughs> but yeah. Maybe Marcus, uh, maybe mm-hmm. is it Marcus Lawrence. Martin Lawrence. Martin Lawrence, not Marcus. Mm-hmm. Martin Lawrence. Maybe Martin Lawrence needs just like, hey, bro, you want to get a drink? You know, something like that. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they're uh, friends in real life. Yeah. I have no idea. In other, <laughs> you know, in other subsequent movie news uh, or Oscar news, um, you know, you know, Coda, best uh, picture. Coda won best picture. I really want to check that out. It's um, a very great, um, very great representation for, um, you know, the deaf community and mm-hmm. everything like that. Um, the guy who he won best supporting actor. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kinkoda, he actually also 
um, made the sign language for the Tuscan Raiders in Mandalorian. What? He didn't know that? No. Yeah, that's, that's he, he made it, and he was also that Tuscan Raider who was doing the sign language Ooh. as well and everything mm-hmm. like that in Mandalorian. Ooh, that's awesome. And I think that that's just so damn cool and just it's just an awesome thing for you know the community and everything like that and i just think that's absolutely fantastic um so coda won best picture um Encanto won best animated feature which i just disagree with because there's just plenty of better animated films but you know as the oscar says they only go with the animated movies that their kids watched so i guess they're gonna pick, pick Encanto like or Encanto. so i feel because you know. i've been like thinking about this take for a while and i'm just like i feel like Encanto won because a lot of its songs are fucking earworms holy shit yeah it's because they're very very ca- they have very very catchy music mm-hmm, and like I'm... it's like ugh. yeah it's just like damn like like the music is very good but it's just like music is only part of a story part of a movie part mm-hmm. of you know part of the writing like it's not everything and like granted you know it's just like yeah we're gonna have you know like one of the major animation houses wind again la-di-da but it's just like the amount of work Sony has done to like, I won't say clean up their act, but like more of like improve their craft and create incredible pieces. Just like, like not even talking about spider verse, but like talking about like Mitchell's versus the machines. Mm-hmm. So um, damn good. Cause it weren't. And then like just the work that Lord Miller do. It's just like, yeah, I, I don't doubt they have them on retainer for a reason. Mm-hmm. Like, because they saw what they could do with like cloudy with a chance of meatballs mm-hmm. and then they just gave them the reign to like do stuff very unique because the sequel even though i really like cloudy with the chance the sequel is actually really good too like yeah. cloudy with the chance too is very good and i would say the animation is a lot more imaginative mm-hmm. with that second outing as well yeah and the story itself is a little more imaginative especially because like, they're just delving into new territory as far as the source material goes like if you um, with that like and if so, you have to make an emoji movie to get to here then make the emoji movie so you can get to to there you know nah, exactly like because say it's what a learning you, process because say what you will about like pixar and disney they make really good animated features um i just watched turning red a couple of weeks ago really really good awesome i really recommend you all to watch it it's an awesome movie um but like um, I really think that they have been that these other companies have learned to differentiate themselves mm-hmm. as far as how they're animating um, different things. And I think that like Mitchell's and the Machine really deserved its time in the sun. But honestly, like, I don't know. It's one of those things where I'm guessing they're like they it almost feels like they're like, OK, what animated movie is trending more on TikTok? Yeah. Right. Oh, um Encanto uh, let, let, let's go with that then and that's like and I don't know I feel like it's always the Disney movie because yeah. like here's the deal like I have a lot of friends who absolutely loved Encanto but they all acknowledged and they're friends who weren't even like huge in the movie scape but mm-hmm. they all acknowledged that it probably wasn't the best animated film of the year like I will I will give credence to it was better than Raya though Oh my god! <laughs> we'll give... like Raya wasn't terrible, but Raya it was better than Raya. Like, like uh, if you've ever seen like Shea Frillis Productions, mm-hmm. um, 
he like encapsulated my thoughts on Raya when I first saw it in a way that I couldn't really verbalize mm-hmm. because like I had the thought when because when we went and watched it um, <laughs> with those kids in front of us in that movie theater oh, that God. day, yeah, I thought of that joke I made the other day and I was just like, man, I'm a really mean person. <laughs> but um, uh, basically, I was just like, okay, the theme of this story is about trust, and then this girl gives Raya. A incredible reason not to trust her, not once, but twice. And then they expect Raya to be like, oh, I forgive you. I'm like, why would Raya forgive this person? Raya should stab this person in their sleep if she knows what it's good for. Her. Like, I'm just very, like, very, very true. Like, and I think that's what they were getting. Right. I think that's what they were getting at. But at the same time, you need to develop those kind of things. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's like one of those things where it's like, you have to make your kids' movies kids' movies, mm-hmm. but you also have to make it make sense. Like, make sense. Because I, I don't know. I think a lot of these studios and a lot of these writers, sometimes they like will literally treat yeah. kids like they're dumb when they're yeah. not. Like, for instance, like, there is a reason why. I really liked The Incredibles as a kid, mm-hmm. but I would watch other movies like, I don't know, like Ants or yeah. whatever or something like yeah. that and didn't really, and wasn't all that thrilled about Ants. Oh, you know that, I mean? that's the, that's the first DreamWorks movie. Yeah. And it's like one of those deals where it's like, I don't know, didn't Woody Allen make Ants? Uh, yeah, I think that was Woody Allen. That's so weird. Yeah. Gosh. Woody Allen and Roman Polanski are probably just <laughs> hanging out in a corner being like, hey, we're the biggest creeps in the industry. Yeah, like... And More than creeps. But, you know, we don't we don't have to get into no, that. To, well, because, like, <laughs> I think I brought this up to you before, maybe even on the podcast, where it's just like, why is Disney so... I, I know what they're doing. Uh, and it's very rude, because they own literally both animation houses. But they're just like, all right, Raya, you're getting a theatrical release. Or, no, no, even started sooner than that. Soul, you're going right to Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. You're an incredible movie. You're incredibly animated. You have an incredible message for the children. You're going right to Disney Plus. Okay, Raya, you're okay. You're getting a theatrical release, and no. then going to Disney Plus. No, it's absolutely nuts. What they and, be- then, and then turning red. Oh yeah, and then then Luca goes right to Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. And then Encanto gets a theatrical release. Mm-hmm. And then now turning red, another Pixar movie. Goes right to Disney Plus. Make it make sense, Loki. Have you, <laughs> little cutie? Um, Gosh. <laughs> like, have I'm, you have you watched Turning Red yet? By the way, no, I haven't. I've oh heard. gosh, I, I just like I was turning reading, Turning Red is so fun. Uh, I was waiting for all the discourse about it to die down because, like, I've just like, oh, I don't even I, under, like, I don't even understand why the discourse exists. I know. I was just like, like I'm gonna watch it, and then mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, everyone with like the worst take imaginable is putting their takes out there. I'm like, I'm gonna wait mm-hmm. because. If I see this movie, then I'm just going to remember their takes and then get mad. Mm-hmm. And then I won't be able to like form my own opinion of the movie. No, for sure. Because I'll be just like it, sitting there pissed off in my own head instead of enjoying the movie. And really what Taking Red is, is it's like what I love about the movie without giving away too much. Isn't it very like generational trauma? Well, yeah, red? which is standard for Pixar at this point or <laughs> right. standard for Disney at this point. But um like the thing that you have to pay attention with uh turning red that i really like is that it's like if one of if one of those people who made the those cartoon network shows mm-hmm. that were just like kind of hitting it for like early teens mm-hmm. and not necessarily 
but like didn't pull its punches as far as like you know talking about how teens actually talk and everything like mm-hmm. that and preteens like not pulling its punches there it just played like one of those more sophisticated animated shows right. you know what i mean so it's like very obvious that these people grew up in the 90s mm-hmm. and they made this show yeah. or they made this movie and yeah. i just really enjoyed it yeah because like a lot of times you just go up and they're just like no one talks like this why is the dialogue no and this? it just like it really did remind me of how kids were in like how kids were in middle school and everything like mm-hmm. that because um like i remember when all of my like all of the girls that I hung out with in middle school were like obsessed with the Jonas brothers. Mm-hmm. And then all the guys were like, why are you obsessed with the Jonas brothers and everything like that. And like, I just like really like kind of identified with like just being that age. And also mm-hmm. how honestly we were insufferable then. how many middle schoolers can you think of that you're like around like obviously if you're like family with them you're like mm-hmm. ah you know we gotta love them but how many times have you been in the park just trying to enjoy yourself and a batch of middle schoolers are just doing their thing and you're mm-hmm. just like <sighs> and you yeah. just want them to leave yeah it's like that kind of but it, it cap- encapsulates that perfectly like, because they're annoying it's just what they are <laughs> like uh like when i uh so i like work out at the ymca the next town over from me yeah and like I have to be careful to like work out before school gets let out because like, like these children who are like 12, 13, maybe 14, like Mm -hmm. some of them are just clearly in there to be in there. Like, and I'm just like, why are you going 15 miles an hour on the treadmill? I'm just like, I'm kind of rooting for you to fall at this point. (laughs) Just like you're causing a disturbance. I just want to leave. Like I'm exercising for the health and you're yeah. just like, ha, 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 sprint, 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 sprint. Oh, I've been told to leave. <laughs> like, and it's funny, too, because, like, they'll like they'll use, like, the little crossbars of the treadmill to, like, lift themselves up and, like, pretend they're, like, running and have, like, the speed going. I'm like, oh, children. Yeah, like, it, it, exactly. Because, like. My nephew's lucky he's related to me. <laughs> no, it, and, and exactly. Because, like, that's what I'm, like, saying here is, like kids are just annoying and i thought that and like the thing is i think that like honestly if you're really gonna go in and you expect these kids to be super mature and not frustrating Mm -hmm. at times you're not really trying to get into the escapism of watching a movie yeah you know what i mean right but um like Like go work at a summer camp or go take like a teaching part-time job somewhere. like you'll understand then no exactly and um you know with all that kind of down and out and everything like the just the that's the utter disrespect for animation that the presenters oh had for God. the like saying that like like animation Some was something that you memories had memories as a kid I'm like, they're like yeah up. they're like animation is what we endure and i don't know in my head canon um amy schumer wrote all those bad jokes about Mm -hmm. animation and everything just because amy schumer's the worst (laughs) and everything like that it's really funny because i feel like amy schumer is what like really unites um everybody like because there is like this i'm forgetting um there's this like female led um news publication entertainment news publication i can't 
peg on the name and they said amy schumer is now on stage we hope she leaves and it's like (laughs) they who can like who can um you know unite the incels the level-headed people as well as like the reg as well as like feminists and like and like intense feminists and everything like that who can unite everybody and it's against our common em- enemy and that's amy schumer this is like <laughs> this is like uh, amy schumer gets on stage like what do we hate ladies and they're just like you <laughs> in, in unison gosh and it's like whose idea and i don't know and the annoying thing about it is that like uh i don't know it's just like the annoying thing about it is amy schumer actually has the potential to be pretty funny she has really good comedic timing. Like, I mm-hmm. will give her that. She is a very talented person. But, oh my gosh. She just decides to be insufferable with so many of her choices that I just can't go along with it. You did it on purpose. How dare you? <laughs> but, you know. Is there anything else you want to talk about with the Oscars or anything? Um, Congratulations to Hans Zimmer for his oh, first, yeah. first win for best original score since the lion king in 95 like he was nominated for dunkirk interstellar and inception all nolan movies maybe maybe nolan's the curse baby dude i'll get you nominated he is hans is gosh hans is one of the most talented guys in the biz right now hans michael giacchino is amazing and right now ludwig Jorensen is mm-hmm. making waves did he win for black panther i'm pretty sure he won for black uh, panther when that came that was out tw- that would have been 2019's awards uh 2018's awards well, no, black well, panther came 20, out. no 28 no it would have been 2019's 2019 awards. best original i might be wrong or no i don't want to talk about shallow <laughs> oh damn it oh, shallow, shallow. Yep, it was black Panther. yeah dude that was an amazing score because i remember like first watching black panther and literally like getting misty-eyed because of that score and how mm-hmm. gorgeous it was and it was one of the first overt times that i was like oh wow a marvel movie can have a really good score <laughs> like it was amazing yeah like i'll say like i think i don't know i wouldn't say underrated but i think underappreciated is uh alan silvestri who oh does, alan silvestri is fantastic who does the avengers score mm-hmm. like it's just like, oh it's the avengers you can literally use the mm-hmm. same score for four movies in a row and i acknowledge that but the portals score was really good mm-hmm. also he's the guy who scored um back to the future so mm-hmm. He's got the chops. Leave him alone. He did amazing for Infinity War as well as Endgame. Mm. Endgame and Infinity War more or less kind of have the same score, right. um, except um, except for the portal seat, of course. Right. But uh, with that said, wow. Um, yeah. His work in Endgame specifically floored me. He did fan. He really stepped his game up in that movie as well like because like oh gosh it was just very the way he um kind of made like meshed the mood together and everything he did a really good job but yeah, yeah. also congratulations to dune for winning six boy six awards yeah so dune's just super boring and not interesting and you just and like yeah it it's just a bad ter- bro it's a, it's you have to think real hard so the movie's bad <laughs> I don't like sand. I don't like sand. Especially yours, I don't like sa- I don't like sand in my movies. It's coarse and rough, 
and I and I just I just can't pay attention to things. I don't like symbolism in my movies. I just like I just like when people I just like when people show me and then don't tell. I I, I love how I love if people tell me things and don't show me things. Um, I, I get real big mad. I get real big mad when I can't see people on screen. Mm-hmm. Um, I get real mad when they use. Um, I'm gonna be so pretentious here. I'm sorry, but it frustrates me to no end seeing discourse on Dune because mm-hmm. I think it is a straight up masterpiece, mm-hmm. and it just frustrates me to no end when I be like when like I honestly think that I love Marvel. Don't get me wrong. I'm gonna be like the first person to see um freaking Doctor, um, Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness. Super stoked. I think tickets come out today, by the way, they as of, of recording. We need to probably hop on that. Yeah, we but um <laughs> but like um shoot, like I know that that like but I genuinely think Marvel current Star Wars all of that kind of stuff mm-hmm. has literally rotted the collective mind hive mm-hmm. of brains in like film in the film space right now. Yeah. And they, if they can't get that instant gratification, yeah. they don't want it. Yeah. Gonna, trust me. You're going to get a lot like, of that gratification that, in Dune part two. Like that was so obvious when I saw like the almost like the like very immediate immediate unironic takes of the Batman and I was uh-huh. just like, uh oh. Oh yeah, exactly. They're not kidding. Yeah, they're I all like they were being funny. No they were not. there is a grown there was a grown ass man saying that he liked um saying that he liked like Jared Leto's um Joker more than the Riddler and um the Batman and everything <laughs> like that. And I was like and and it was the joke, yeah, like oh, gosh Jared Leto is just, he's just a menace to all society. Mm-hmm. Somebody, uh, gosh, but. He's uh, not a good person. He, he He's a cult leader. Look that <laughs> yeah. one up too, everybody. Just Google. It's a third. <laughs> only thing that I'll, I'll say is that one line from Popstar. I know I've mentioned it mm-hmm. before, but it's the one where it's like, where um, Andy Samberg's character has his well wardrobe malfunction, he's like, he's like, it was only for tech for ten seconds, Connor. He goes, that's a third of the way to Mars. He's like, that's the last. Time. He's like, that's the last time, Connor. He's like, it's he's like, it's just the name of a band, not a literal, <laughs> not it's not a scientific fact. <laughs> it's a third of the way to Mars. Oh my god! Gosh. Gosh, Funny. those guys make amazing movies. If you all haven't seen Popstar, Never Stop, Never Stopping, it's a underrated gem of a film. Plus, they're like work on the Lego movies. It's very underappreciated, <laughs> in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, um, like it's not a huge part of the Lego movies, but like it's like whenever the credits roll, I'm just like, man, this is some quality stuff. It is. It really is. But um, yeah, there's other uh, than that. Uh, I heard Kristen Dunst did really well in The Power of Dog. Sucks mm-hmm. for you, Kristen. Sucks for you, Benedict. Yeah, but you know, yeah, you know. Yeah, you know. I heard that movie is super uncomfy to watch. Too. I've heard uh, and I heard that it's very long. I'll eventually watch it. Yeah. I've heard Drive My I heard Drive My Car is also very good. Yeah, I've heard that too. And it's on HBO Max. Yeah. I think I'm going to make an act like an active concerted effort to like watch movies that I think are going to be nominated for best picture. Mm-hmm. So when the noms actually come out, I don't have to watch as many. <laughs> no, exactly. Cause it'll make it a little easier, mm-hmm. but it's hard, especially for the like best foreign film or different things right. like that. But 
uh, you know, with that said, let's kind of get into our next topic because yes. we're we're a little over in time. Yeah, because we so are sorry. We are we are sorry. <laughs> yes. Uh, but we can just go over this one pretty quickly. Yeah. I kind of want to put it in a or I'd go not a, like a retraction kind of on some stuff an that am- we an amendment an amendment uh a couple of like when we were when talking the about razzies came yeah out. when the razzies came out we really like we mad we talked mad shit about um bruce, bruce willis. willis and everything and i already, and if you guys follow me on twitter you guys already uh saw that i apologized about this but yeah. i just kind of wanted to apologize on the actual podcast right and for those of you who don't know um bruce willis has just been diagnosed um, with um, do you know what it's called? It starts with an A. Let's see. I'll, I'll look it up. Okay, but basically, he's been diagnosed with this um condition that causes him to not be able uh, to aphasia. Okay, aphasia. Um, he's been diagnosed with aphasia, which means that he's not able to communicate with really mm. anybody verbally correctly. Yeah. yeah. And he doesn't like. He's very hard to retain information. Yes, like he can't necessarily like retain. Um, information in his head such as a script yes exactly so Mm -hmm. he can't like memorize right a script or something Mm -hmm. like that for you so there's a reason why he had his earpiece in while people were feeding his line and so like no exactly like i that is one podcast i'm probably never gonna re-listen to because i just be too current i'll just cringe too much and um i said this in the tweet and i'll say this again this is a really good reminder of uh hey you know people are people the people who we watch on screen they're not our friends we Mm -hmm. don't personally know them we don't know what they're going through so i just really hope uh, I just really hope for right. the best for him and his family yeah. and everything there for him. And it's extremely unfortunate that this is happening to, honestly, an on-screen legend. Because mm-hmm. say what you will about the end of his filmography, yeah. he did a lot of great things at one point. Like, sure, he did phone it in, but if you really think about it, he's probably this has probably been developing in the latter years of his life and even in movies like glass or something Mm -hmm, like that he could have been dealing with Mm -hmm. this still so it's like one of those deals where um it's been going downhill for him and you can probably attest it to that it's like a lot of it a lot of people took it as oh he's just phoning it in maybe he just didn't have the ability to not right do that you know what i mean well because like this is like the rare instance where like we get to apologize for being douchebags because like yeah for sure people didn't get to apologize for being douchebags to Chadwick Boseman exactly like it's like oh Chadwick you're so thin oh I was worried about Chadwick yeah, when I saw I was ch- I was worried about like, Chadwick I to tell us people like because he looked he anyway. looked he looked yeah. malnourished dude yeah. and like and we all know and now we know it's because like, he had cancer and everything you know, it's I just freaking heartbreaking you know granted Bruce will never hear this mm-hmm. uh, you know unless he unless he does and like thank you for listening but um, <laughs> um you know like. Like, this is just kind of like an example of, like, like I said, like an example of what happened to Chadwick Boseman. It's just like, oh, he's thin. And then, like, literally, the end of the summer, he was gone. And it's just like, mm-hmm. if this, like, if, like, if the same thing had happened with Bruce Willis, you know, an icon of the industry for the better part of two decades. Yeah. Um, exactly. You know, like, granted, like, he never, like, none of his 2000s projects probably surpassed what he was in the 80s with Die Hard and in the 90s. Um, but it's just kind of like, yeah, hey, we're sorry, you know? 
like we didn't mean it like that. We didn't no, realize you for know, sure. You know, we just thought you were phoning it in, not that you had you know. Because like, a lot of do like a lot of a lot of actors in their older age, they do phone it in it's a common practice because they can go they can rely on the fact that they were in all these action movies in the 80s and the 90s and everything like that and like it happens that way but at the same time Mm -hmm. um reality is not is sometimes not the way we perceive it you know what i mean so it's like one of those things where we have to be very careful about what we say in those regards like there's a reason you don't see michael kane nearly as much there's a reason why Daniel Day Lewis fucking straight up retired. Yes. Like, um, you know, it's just like, you don't want to do this for like, if you like at certain points, it's just like, you know, it'd be better if I stopped or I didn't do this as much. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and, you know, and like, we still have Die Hard and we still have like Pulp Fiction. Like, granted, he wasn't like a huge part of Pulp Fiction, but he's probably one of my favorite parts of Pulp Fiction. He was great in that movie. Um, you know, like if you ever if you haven't seen Unbreakable, go watch Unbreakable. Like he's really good at Unbreakable. It's I really like, like before him in M Night like went totally insane. Like, <laughs> um, like, you know, just like give give it a, <coughs> like give it a shot. But it's just like again, you know, Corey said it. I said it. We apologize, Bruce. No, exactly. And it just um, you know, thinking about you, thinking about your family. Just get some rest. Mm-hmm. Do your thing. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy yourself. You enjoy, got the money. Enjoy, yeah, exactly. Enjoy hanging out there. And I hope um, I hope if you have any projects that are released throughout the year, mm-hmm. I don't know what his IMDb is looking like. I don't know if he has any projects yeah. that are releasing this year. But I yeah. hope a lot of people see him so that you can make even more yeah. money. Okay, man? I hope. So, I don't yeah. know. And I don't, like, just to tag on to that, I don't know if this will, like, change. Because, like, a lot of people have been, like, very on the Razzies for how mean spirited they are sometimes. Yeah. I wonder like it makes me wonder if this will like change anything with the Razzies. I, I think it very well might, but if one thing is is they won't it won't really, do a whole category it for really someone takes, anymore. Yeah, exactly. It takes a lot for the Razzies to retract something like that. Right. But they did. And that's something and I think that it is very fair for the Razzies to be mean spirited. Right. Um, because it's the court of um when you release something, unfortunately and fortunately, yeah, it is in the realm of public opinion. Right. But the public only knows as much as they know. Right. If we knew what we knew about Bruce Willis, we wouldn't have yeah. been talking about him like exactly. that. Yeah. So that's like one of the things. Like say we were like huge industry insiders mm-hmm. and we knew all those things and yeah, but we, we knew like, we wouldn't that, have but, said but a damn we, thing but we knew that it wasn't something that Bruce wanted anybody to know mm-hmm. or talk about right. it we wouldn't know we wouldn't talk about yeah, it yeah they just kept their mouth we shut we just kept our mouth shut. exactly so it's like one of those deals where it's one of those things where you just have to really kind of think of it um like that so yeah you know with that said um yeah on to the good on, er on news. The good, good, good er news. What, yeah. what, what are we talking about next? Uh, do you want to talk about? Okay, let's see. Do you want to talk about a Moon Knight or B Ezra? Ezra is probably shorter. Uh, let's probably just talk about Ezra. <laughs> He's at it again. He's a, Ezra. Yeah, Ezra's at, Ezra Miller's at it again. Let's let's. Um, I'm gonna cross my fingers. I'm gonna pet your kitty cat, and I'm gonna <laughs> say, I really hope Ezra Miller does not have a very serious brain condition. <laughs> Well, because he, if he does, here's the deal. Ezra Miller probably does, which is probably which is why I am going to tread 
lightly. Pretty lightly here. Um, I feel very sorry for the man. Um, this is um, something that comes from the New York Post, just for you guys to hear. For those of you who don't know, like Ezra Miller's name, he plays the Flash. He plays um, what's his um, in uh, Fantastic Beasts? Like I, he uh, plays. Um, I'm trying to think of his name. And well, I I know his real name, but I, his real name is technically a spoiler for oh, the Fantastic right, Beast right, movies. Right. Oh, yeah, so I asked probably should. But with that, say. but with that said, um, Ezra Miller is best known. This is from the New York Post. Ezra Miller, the film star, is best known for playing the Flash in the Justice League movies. Um, he was arrested um, just after midnight on Monday after. Um, a bar fight in Hawaii, allegedly flipping out over patrons singing karaoke. The 29-year-old was charged with disorderly conduct and harassing um, in the connection with the late-night disturbance at the high, at the South High-Low Bar. Apparently, he was really mad that they started singing Bad Romance. So take that with whatever information you will. He just really hates Lady Gaga, apparently. Like, I don't know if he's just... if I don't know if that's a triggering song for him or something, but uh, apparently it just caused him to freak out. And well, like I said, like... Uh, I, know, like I uh, God, what were, you, what were you saying? I was just like, I know, like... Him like doing this isn't like funny, but the specific thing that caused it is kind of funny. Yeah, like he just like freaked out because they started singing "Bad Romance." Bad Romance, and then Poker Face is way fucking better than that song. (laughs) And then he, um, then he like lunged at a guy, a guy playing darts. Yeah, he lunged at a guy for playing darts, and he also like uh, threatened to kill somebody or kill a couple in this like adjacent like bugaloo across from him and like he like went into like deep detail on how he would do it too and like he's just a very mentally disturbed person yeah and with this said um yeah warner brothers i think you need to cut your losses on this one i think um i and and ezra also if you're listening you're probably not you really need to get some help my guy because you know psychiatrist yeah like it's one of those deals where it's just like uh like you know with the first thing i'm like okay maybe he was just pretty drunk and mm-hmm. he didn't know boundaries and he right. just did that this is a second time that he's done it he obviously seems to have a drinking problem yeah and if that but that you we all know that like the thing is a lot of people drink and a lot of people have drinking problems but yeah. even in the midst of them having drinking problems they don't do stuff like this yeah like so it's like one of those things where it's like yeah we talked about it when he was choking that girl when it ha- what was that november of it ni- seemed like it seemed like a joke was it like november of 19 like it yeah looked, it looked very bizarre but mm-hmm. i'm just but then it came out like, yeah, he was choking her. I'm just like, okay, is Warner Brothers gonna like say fuck it? We'll just get a new Flash. No, exactly, and it, and they just didn't, which is just like weird because like, I, I and the thing is, I don't want to like bring this up every single time, but like the whole like guy who played Ralph Dibney and the Flash show mm-hmm. and how they like completely fired him because of like bad tweets mm-hmm. um like really really gross stupid tweets mind you right. but and then they're gonna turn around when like ezra miller is actually yeah. assaulting people and everything like that yeah. and just not you know i don't know it's just a little yeah. silly to me it's yeah. just a tad bit silly like, so it's like it's one just, of those deals where i'm like Ugh. it's just their ultimate plan to replace him with Grant mm-hmm. gustin at the end of flashpoint <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> it's like whoa where's my buddy cisco <laughs> 
Cisco just shows up. Now he, he wants to be now he wants to be in the show because they're on the movies. Or now he wants to be in it because they're in the movies. Whoa, Barry, you didn't tell us we were getting paid industry standards. <laughs> <laughs> I'll join a union in a heartbeat. <laughs> but um uh, support your writers unions and actors unions no, yeah. people but uh, you know i don't have much more to say oh no besides ezra get the help you need to get yeah. and warner brothers you need to make the right decision apparently warner brothers there's some rumblings that they're thinking about replacing him um i think that i think that's the best call but i also think that the best call has nothing to do with warner brothers i really mm-hmm. think that ezra miller's needs to get some side yeah. and needs to and hopefully he gets the help he needs because he's a very good performer but yeah. it's just honestly you see his eyes and you can just kind of tell yeah. there's something with him yeah you know when like i hope i hope he gets the help he needs you know yeah like i don't know it's just like hopefully like something doesn't have like i'm sure his like agents and like people who care about him are just gonna be like very on notice because I'm sure the press tour for the Flash is going to be ramping up in what two months? Yeah, for sure. So it's just like, yeah. We well, actually, no, it. it's not. Remember, it's coming out in 2023 now. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. So yeah, I guess good that it got pushed back, which is just yeah, like because that press tour would have been just like, oh yeah, how are you doing about that thing that literally happened a week ago? I doubt that there's really going to be a press tour with Ezra Miller, especially right. if they recast him. It's right. going to be a very strategic one. It's going to be a very, like, let's focus on the multiverse. Yeah, I doubt they would let that news drop until, like, after, after the, movie the movie even comes out. out. Yeah. yeah. Like, because I guess if it's pushed, then they can shoehorn in, like, a new Flash. It's like, oh, Flashpoint re-raced up the universe. Now oh, he just, looks different. I just look different now. Whoa, that's crazy. Hey, wait a minute. You're not Henry Cavill. Oh, but Momoa, you're Dude, still here. If they're if those rumors are true where they like kill baby um Superman Cavill Superman, I'm gonna actually scream in the theater. I'm actually going to scream because unironically, they're gonna like pull the thing, the joke that they did about killing baby Thanos. <laughs> the joke that War Machine made. Yeah, like yeah, they're gonna like unironically do the joke that War Machine made about killing baby Thanos to the most pristine hero in their universe. And if they're going to do that, that's freaking ass nine. Like, like what the hell? Don like, that's Cheadle. actually so stupid. Don Cheadle oh my is beaming gosh. right now. <laughs> it's like, and so it's like one of those deals where it's like, ugh. You would, they would do that to the icon of their fucking uh, pantheon of characters, wouldn't they? I just can't get it. Like, I really just can't get over it. Like, I really just, ugh. But, yeah, so that's that's Ezra. But yeah, well, you know, yeah, yeah. But with that, but with that, but with that down now, let's talk about Moon Knight, Lunar Defender, Lunar. Yes, <laughs> let's talk about Lunar. Um, I don't know, Lunar Dusk. I don't know. <laughs> that's that's his, that's his name in a different universe. Is there like a, a synonym for knight? Uh, let's see. No, uh, Lunar Sir. Because <laughs> you. Uh, lunar Lancelot. Peep, somebody's like thinking about it while they're watching or while they're listening to the podcast right now. They're like, oh, God, they're so dumb. <laughs> Clearly, but, you could have called him Lunar Crusader, idiot. <laughs> what a dumbass. But basically, so yeah, Moon Knight. Moon Knight came out, and this is the first like new hero that they're introducing, mm-hmm. besides like Kate Bishop, obviously. Yeah. But like the first original well, like, title it was kind of series. Banking on Jeremy Renner. Yes. Being there. 
but this is the first original um new um marvel hero that's getting a show mm-hmm. and in the, the um series um the like you know season pilot for mm-hmm. you or the series pilot and everything it's really played this is something that um somebody on tiktok said and i really agree with um it's a very typical pilot kind of thing mm-hmm. like this runs the most like a tv show as opposed mm-hmm. to a movie so just stretched up. out into a series yeah. like and that's kind of how most of the disney plus marvel shows have been and i, I think that that's a real breath of fresh air throughout the entire episode i was always you know ooh, what's happening here yeah. what's happening here what's this gonna be what's this gonna be and i thought that was a ton of fun and i was yeah. really excited to s- to see this story unfold i'm gonna probably stay up late and check it out tonight because mm-hmm. i'm terrified of twitter spoiling things for me and tiktok spoiling for me things for me <laughs> specifically um so because i'm a fiend and i can't survive without social media Doesn't um, that drop it like 2 a.m in the central time zone uh probably good lord i think i've only done that once or twice no like they're like sometimes i just happen to be up yeah. which is very bad but sometimes i just yeah. happen to be up I, uh but i, I happen yeah. to be up when like the first mm, was it? it was the first or second season finale of the mandalorian i was just like awake i'm just like oh, oh same boy. here oh I, I happened to be awake for the book of boba fett one and oh my gosh i got so disappointed I was like, oh my I? god, this is so bad. I'm awake. <laughs> I was like, I'm awake, and this, this is sucks. Ridiculous. I'm like, gosh, now I need to go to bed. It's two forty-five in the morning, and Amy Sedaris is just still yelling at me. He's like, <laughs> Amy Sedaris is still apparently having sex with those Jawas. So, what did they write that? <laughs> it's good. It's good to know that. Um, uh, what's her character from uh, BoJack Horseman? Uh, Princess Princess, yeah, that Princess Carolyn and the Jawas, you know, got it on. And anyway, it's really, it's really, really like very like satisfying to know that the prequel era dialogue is still alive and well. <laughs> I didn't, and here's the deal, though. I actually like Amy Sedaris's character. I, yeah. I think she's fun. But oh my gosh, there was just a little too much, especially that last like episode. If, if you just like sans that time, that little dialogue, I probably would never even brought it up again. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, what were your thoughts of Moon Knight? Like initial um, thoughts? It kind of gave me anxiety a little bit. Just like uh, watching some of the things that were happening. I was just like, like they were just like planting little mysteries like mm-hmm. this everywhere is, literally yeah, everywhere like, like uh you know just like the oh mark's asleep and now oh or not mark uh what's his name um steven steve yeah steven's steven, yeah, steven steve, grant steven lays his head down and like oh mm-hmm. he's on the bus now what oh, the hell and like, i think that oh and i think that um sorry for those of you who don't know who moon knight is or are just listening to the podcast and don't know much about it Mm -hmm. but moon knight is a character in the marvel universe who uh the character um his alter ego is moon knight and he his name is mark specter Mm -hmm. and he suffers from did so that's a that's Mm -hmm. dissociative um identity disorder Mm -hmm. and so he has multiple like identities and everything like that right um but like without getting into like huge spoilers or right. anything like that, if you're planning on watching the series, um, there are aspects of him that, 
um, are true with his um, with his mental issues, but there are also some mystical things afoot. Yeah, and there's a reason why he can um, gain the persona and the powers of Moon Knight that mm-hmm. may or may not come from an Egyptian god. Mm-hmm. And that's all that I'll say there. Just yeah. you know, dangle a little carrot for you. Yeah. So yeah, like I mean, so what has it been out? Six days now. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, I don't know. Are we like free to talk about like some of the things we, that like happened in the episode? No, like we can talk about the things that happened in the like episode. Like, but um, I just didn't want to initially right, like, just talk like, about hey, a this ton happens, of spoilers. You know? Yeah, so like spoiler warning. Mm-hmm. Like again, this is the first episode, so it's mm-hmm. not like And not a ton not, of like, not a ton of crazy stuff happened yeah, in this like, episode. Like you know a have, lot of they dangled a lot of carrots, just like I said. Yeah. Like there's not like a lot of free context to get mad about because you're like, Oh, you spoiled this for me. It's like mm-hmm. Wait, I don't know what that means. So is yeah. it really a spoiler? Exactly. Like, uh, like, like, uh, I love, I love like these little sprinkles of just like, like the one towards the end of the episode where it's just like, lady calls is just like, I've been trying to get a hold of you for months, Mark. And it's just like, who's Mark? And it's just like, yeah, yeah exactly. like, why did, why do you have an accent? He's like, what do you mean? I have an accent, you know, it's just mm-hmm. like stuff like that. And then like the, the, uh, like the cutaway, or not, it's more not a cutaway, but like the, the, the scene in the Alps where like he just kind of keeps coming in and out and in and out and just like, mm. you know, you're not sure what's happening. And then you have that like uh, omnipresent voice of like, just like, it's like, oh my God, the idiot's back. And just like, <laughs> what do you mean idiot's back? Where did he go? You know, that sort of thing. And it's like, I know where he went because I know who else, you know, but it's just like, uh, you know, the, the scene in the Alps was kind of cute too, just because it's just like. Oh, these happy village people now. Oh, the hell have guns. Oh God. They are, they, <laughs> they are part of Ethan Hawke is here. They are part of a cult. They they are armed and they Robin's won. dad, Robin from Stranger Things dad is here and he ain't playing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get that son of a gosh bitch demagogue. <laughs> but uh but um no, it's just like this is a little hints where it's just like Mark, I'm gonna like Mark. I'm gonna. Fr- I can't remember what he said, but the voice is just like, it's like Mark. Can you can you fix this? You know, like stuff like just like what the fuck? Just keep talking about Mark. It's just like, just like okay, like just like give him your body. It's just like what do you mean give him my body? You know that sort of things. Like, like he's very fish out of water. Like, like this man is like an insomniac fish out of water story. <laughs> like he looks just so tired all the no, time. No, exactly. Like uh, he's just trying to have like a good time, and it's just like. Everything is just like going the going wrong for him, and like I love like the like it's like driving him crazy because like you know Mark Spector like takes over and it's just like that whole shit in the Alps took place on a Saturday, and just like just like oh I'm ready for my date and just like Mark it's 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 Sunday dude and just like also lose my number bitch <laughs> no exactly and it's just gosh. It's just so crazy because the episode is so disorienting, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, that's that's the good word, disorienting. Yeah, like the episode is extremely disorienting, and it leads to, um, it leads to, um, you know, yeah, it basically leads to, um, Stephen Grant feeling disoriented as well, mm-hmm. and the audience also feels that, mm-hmm. um, be, feels like that unease right the entire time um and the uneasiness of just being around in his situation yeah and it's really cool and i really hope that the next episode provides more context and a little mm-hmm. more action right. and like i'm not saying that because i'm like oh you know i can't i can't watch stuff without action but i think that 
Well, I think that adding some more payoff uh, um, to the setup that they yeah. had in this episode would be really, really cool, and it would definitely spark the interest yeah. of the viewers pretty well. Yeah. Like, so, why, yeah. why But is, I'm really liking it so far. Why isn't Moon Knight beating the shit out of Anubis? This exactly. is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but, like, I don't know. I like it. It'll be, I don't know. I think this is kind of like... This has been a hinted at, but yet unexplored aspect of the MCU. Mm-hmm. Like at the end of Eternals, you get like um, Black Knight. He's about to touch the sword. And then you hear Blade Ghost. It's like, what are you doing? You know, what are you doing? Like, I don't think he's, I don't know. He just, I think he just says his name. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, damn, Mahershala, we need you, buddy. Yeah, but, uh, for sure. Like, you know, just like, you know, you kind of lean into the mysticism of the wizards and stuff, but you don't get into like, you know. The spooky vampires, like the you know the old the the gods of days of old, you know, like I, I think that's like a really cool direction like they can go. I really do think that um, eventually, um, I really do think that eventually Black Knight might show up in this though. Yeah, because we were talking like, about that yeah. when we were talking with Alex. Yeah, uh, a like, couple episodes ago. Yeah, because like like because Black Knight might show up. Um. Um. His name, his name is Dane Whitman, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dane. Yes. Um, Dane Whitman. Uh, and then, like, it would be so cool if Mahershala Ali showed up. Because here's the deal. They announced Mahershala so early. And they're not just doing that for a post credit scene in Eternals. I promise you. Like, so it's like... Well, they, of, like, you didn't even need his body. Like, you probably did that in a voice booth. He did do it in a voice booth. Because there's, yeah. no, there's no need for him to be on set. Yeah. But it's, like, one of those things that I just think is really cool. But, like, I really think that that would be awesome so to see. So what announced, what, 2019? Yeah, I think so, during the Disney investors meeting. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm really... like, I'm, But I'm really excited to see... Um, what they do with the series and yeah. it's just like, yeah, like 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 there's there's not a ton not a ton of stuff happened in the episode right but because the thing is if we were to go in on what happened in the episode it would mm-hmm. be like one of those youtube easter egg channels yeah and we would just have to go into every little detail because it wouldn't make much sense we have just giant red circles and yeah big arrows on the thumbnail just like oh my god it's, it's like, like what uh, and if we were like a really bad channel, we would have emojis in the head, in the um, thumbnails, and us <laughs> or us reacting like. <gasps> <laughs> like I know by the you way, can't for see that listening. By the way, um, you, just since pointed. you can't see that, Chance just pointed and looked flabbergasted, <laughs> just absolutely befuddled. <laughs> but it's I don't know. Like I would love to see Mahershala finally, just because like. I feel like Mahershala Ali has been just like disrespected in a way that's very specific to in my head. Like, okay. Oh, Cottonmouth. Cottonmouth, cool villain. Oh, his fucking cousin killed him. Spoiler. Yeah, I'm his cousin like, killed bitch. him in like the third episode. And now we have to listen to Diamondback say dumb shit for the rest of the season. Oh, God gosh. damn it. Cottonmouth was such a good villain. Mm hmm. And it was so annoying because they gave they like literally went into his backstory and like he felt for his character and then they just murked him. Mm-hmm. It sucked, man. And then um, so yeah, like and then I don't know. I think the fact that like the the movie that Mahershala Ali got like the most like press and attention for being the Green Book has got to be a crime. Like it's got to be a mm-hmm. hate crime. 
I also really love, um, I loved him in Moonlight. He wasn't in Moonlight for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but by the way, if y'all have seen La La Land, but you haven't seen Moonlight, that is a travesty. Yeah. You all got to watch Moon, uh, Moon, um, Moonlight. It's a, it's probably the best coming of age movie of mm-hmm. all time. Um, you know, a lot of people like to talk about how boyhood um, shows the passage of time mm-hmm. very well. Moon Knight or Moonlight. <laughs> Moonlight. <laughs> like talking about Moonlight and Moon Knight. In the same, messed con- my in mood. same topic. Yeah, I'm, I'm messed with my brain. But like Mahershala's performance, he really, um, he isn't in the movie a lot. Mm-hmm. But there's a reason why he was nominated for the few scenes, yeah. scenes that he was in. He's yeah. absolutely incredible in the movie. Yeah. Hopefully all the people who were on La La Land side have uh, given it a chance. But mm-hmm. let's be honest. People who watch La like, who are really into La La Land have definitely moved on to Tick, Tick, Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I actually kind of want to. I haven't seen Tick Tick Boom. Yet, I really, really want to watch it. I really wanted I Andrew. Feels really good I honestly really wanted Andrew to win the Best Actor award. Yeah, it's like I was even tweeting. I was like, "Hey, it ain't too late, guys. <laughs> it ain't too late to give Andrew that award. Come on, yeah, like, you can do it." Yeah, I, I think if any other year, if it wasn't mm-hmm. as stacked as it was, I think Andrew would have won the award. Yeah, but you know, and you know. You know this is a stacked year when like a really good Spielberg movie in West Side Story mm-hmm. just kind of tanks at the award show. No, exactly. And like I don't necessarily it's probably because of well, you know who. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't think they wanted to give um, Ansel Elgort any. Pull. Yeah, but like give the costume design. Well, they did give the costume design yeah. not in the nomination. Mm-hmm. But it's just like yeah, I hope. Yeah, then we're we're not gonna get Baby Driver too, are we? <laughs> Yeah, we're probably not going to get it. Honestly, they could easily recast Baby, though. Yeah, they could. Well, yeah, they could recast Baby. They could easily recast Baby because um, Ansel Elgort was not, like, particularly a standout in that movie. I like Baby's character, don't get me wrong, but it's like... It's like you don't need an incredible actor to be Baby. You don't need it, and plus... Like, I don't even say, I'm not even going to say that Ansel was particularly good in it. Like, yeah. I'm not going to say that he was bad, but he didn't, like, um, Edgar Wright's script didn't need uh, Daniel Day-Lewis to play Baby, <laughs> you know? Yeah, and also the fact that Spacey died in the movie, spoilers. Um, so that's good. So we so don't need like, Kevin We don't Spacey. need him anymore. We don't need Kevin Spacey, because Kevin Spacey shouldn't even be in movies he shouldn't even be. He should only be in a jail cell, for that matter. Honestly, yeah, like, but you know, nah, want want. The only person from the Me Too movement that can maybe get away with it, just because like he's playing in like, uh, like cardboard boxes full of like two people, is like uh, Louis C.K. <laughs> he like you Dude, like I've that, seen him lately, just trying to he, like come he, back. He just won a Grammy. Oh, that's right. He literally just I won a Grammy. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, he literally just won a Grammy, though, so that's not true. Like, God uh, damn it, Grammys. I think it's absolutely crazy, the, like, rehabilitation. I knew I should have watched no, that. No, yeah. I, it's crazy, the rehabilitation they're trying to do for these guys, these freaking sickos in Hollywood. It's just like, well, ugh, like they, woof. Well, like, they saw Mike Tyson get away with it, and they thought, oh, <laughs> we, can, we can do anything. Gosh, it's really funny. Do you want to know what's really funny? Getting right. back to kind of the slap talk real quick. Right. Um, just real quick, briefly. Right. Um, it's the fact that freaking uh, O.J. Simpson 
was like, Will, <laughs> don't slap people. If I did that, we're like, yeah, what are you, what? what if is, you did what? What if is you, this madman about to say? You're like, what, OJ, if you did what? Excuse me? If you what, what? Are, you, what are you about to talk about, OJ? What are you, OJ, what are you about to talk about? <laughs> I think the thing that makes me Goodness. most uncomfortable about what OJ posts on Twitter is that <coughs> he knows exactly what he's doing. Hey, Twitter world. <laughs> hey, Twitter world. Like... O.J. Simpson gives comment. He's scared the real killer is uh, out to get him. I'm just like, shut up, O.J. Uh, like, uh, like what? God, it's like O.J. He's like he's still OJ, out there somewhere. O.J., are you are you saying you're suicidal or are you or are you actually looking for the killer? It's like O.J. looking for the killer in a room of mirrors, and he's just like. <laughs> he's just being a tongue and cheek tongue and cheek douchebag. <laughs> like that has to be it. But um, gosh, no, I getting back to the topic. I'm like, really would hope to see Mahershala. Like, I'm not like saying Mahershala is going to be like, we actually get to see him in costume finally. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like, hopefully, either at the end of this, uh, how many episodes is Moon Knight? I think six or five, five Five or or six. six? Okay. Uh, You know, at the end or in like the post credit scene of the last episode, you know, I don't want to like steal all of Moon Knight's thunder because I think. A lot of MCU stuff is just like robbed of any joy it has from the cameos sometimes. Exactly. Like just, I feel you. I just I just love my boy Mahershala. That's yeah. literally all I can chalk it yeah. up to. Because remember when we were all like, I think, yeah, it was WandaVision where we were just like, yeah, who are we going to see? Who's it going to be? And then it was nothing. Yeah. Like. It was Quicksilver, but it wasn't Quicksilver. Also, I have like I had a theory about that when I was driving over. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was supposed to be that Quicksilver, mm-hmm. but they wanted to pop the champagne on the multiverse bullshit mm-hmm. with No Way Home. I'm like I'm dead certain in headcanon now. Like they're just like, yeah, we want we want No Way Home to be the first multiverse. Oh my God! This is a character from a different franchise coming up mm-hmm. in our franchise. You know, you know that that could make sense, and like I could see how a showrunner from a multi or a showrunner from a WandaVision would be, you know, mm-hmm. told nah. It's like no, nah. it's just like yeah, you can have them, but it's gonna be a joke. That's gonna be really piss people off. <laughs> It's just Not like Ralph Boner. He's like, you you want me to write something that'll make people angry? He's like, you want me? Yes. To, you want me to call them Ralph and Ralph Boner? Oh, okay. Can't uh, we? Can we just give him a regular name and then no, like? No, no, we have to make no. it a punchline. Un- un- unacceptable. <laughs> you know, it's just like. But honestly, if it wasn't Ralph Boner and it was just like a normal name, and then like he just kind of like scuttled to the background. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have just been like, you know well, that what? That was pointless, but whatever. You know, but like maybe like, or if he just like scuttled out, you know, it's just like, okay, maybe he actually was. And that like, just Ralph Boner makes me think, okay, they did this as a joke. But like, if it was just like, oh, this is a guy who like is qu- clearly Quicksilver, but they just like changed his name and brought him back later. Maybe they'll still do that, but just Because like, they technically could still do that. But it's just like, God, that was such a lame-ass joke. No, it it, it really was. Like, but, I could tell Monica was mm-hmm. just going to fucking crack up saying it. <laughs> just like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. But, well, um, you know, with... with um, Like, there's like, not a lot to talk about but, with Moon Knight, because it's yeah. just like... Yeah, it was... Boner jokes aside, like, it Moon was, Knight's good. 
Like I the, liked it. Like the atmosphere was really cool. Like the scene in the Alps. Like I like I love how like when like I just kind of like how the uh, the atmosphere changes whenever he like he switches in like when he blacks out and he switches to like a new setting. I just I really like that. Um, yeah, because like a lot of times. Like a lot of time, I think this is like a certain form of irony in like grammatical terms, but it's just like usually like like if you're not someone who knows comics and you're watching this for like the very first time, uh, like like when usually like the audience is in on the joke when the character isn't like, oh, it was just like we know why this is happening, but the character doesn't this time the character doesn't know what happening, what's happening. And also the audience doesn't know what's happening. So it's just like. You kind of, you are like, you know, whisked along, whisk, 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 uh, whisked. whisked away along with Steven, um, just like of like what's happening. Like every little bit of new information and context he gets, you also get and you get to try to piece it together. So I, I kind of like that. No, exactly. And I, like, they'll just, you know, I definitely think you. that it's definitely going to be um, something that. I really think that you need to stick to if you don't like being confused I don't know if you're gonna or if you don't like discovering things if you like things yeah. laid out for you mm-hmm. I don't necessarily know if the, it's gonna be perfect for you but yeah. at the same time I still think that maybe waiting for this next episode to drop which mm-hmm. by the way it's literally as of recording it's gonna drop tonight like later yeah, tonight, tonight. Literally, what time is it it's a uh, six so it is roughly Oh, chance you can't do math. It's roughly eight hours away. Yeah, exactly. So it's gonna be uh, so. By the time I post the episode, it'll the be- second the second episode will be or the second episode will be out. So I recommend watching those two episodes right in front of each other. And if yeah. you're not like onto it, you're probably not gonna like it. But I still think it's really good. Yeah. So yeah, like I don't know because I think like you said about this being like a shot as a show instead of a. A really long movie I can definitely mm-hmm. I see that point because it's just like you know planting seeds planting seeds you know like sometimes the like I don't know I feel like sometimes the Marvel shows like don't understand what a good payoff is sometimes or it's just like oh yeah I you know like I don't know like I think like back to the Falcon and the Winter Soldier where like <laughs> Bucky's kind of like being a dick and it's just like yeah, but you and Sam have been like kind of knowing each other for a while. Can you like talking to him about it? He's just like, well, I don't wanna. Okay, I will. You know, sort of thing. I think they just wanted to keep that attitude that he had during right. Civil War. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, like a comedic beat. Just like the confused caveman the entire time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like the fuck is this? The fuck is that? <laughs> Why is Steve kissing that lady? Oh my god! You know. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like, I like the way... That was so weird that he kissed her, by the way. And now she is an evil drug lord. (laughs) (laughs) It makes no sense. It makes absolutely no sense. She is the power broker. Thor's about to pounce on me. I'm annoying him with love. Thor, love, and thunder? Really By the way, we need a trailer for that. I wish the trailer, yeah, like it was trending on Twitter today, mm-hmm. and I was just like, "Yeah, where is the but Thor have, Love and have, Thunder trailer?" I have a feeling it'll probably come out the next couple of weeks. Yeah, like I don't know. I was surprised it didn't come out like during the March Madness tournament. Like, that would have been nice. Well, but like, instead we got another trailer for uh, yeah, Doctor Strange. Yeah, we got another I, Doctor Strange. But I didn't. Final I straight up just did not. 
I'm pretty sure um, there is nothing new do in that, that for spot. But yeah, mm-hmm. I really like Moon Knight. I really, I really like Oscar Isaac. I was like reading a, I think I saw like a headline of an article where like Oscar Isaac had to like, who was it that had said like, they had to like, like he talked to him because like he was really nervous about working with Disney again after Star Wars. I'm just like, oh yeah, um, Ethan or I'm trying to think. Let's see. I think Ethan Hawke already talked to him about that. Or I think that's what it was. Well, no, no. Because Oscar Isaac was the one who actually told Ethan Hawke that he should do it. Oh, that's right. So, but I think that um, Oscar Isaac was actually, um, Oscar Isaac was pretty, like, cautious. Right. But he really loves Moon Knight, and I'm really glad. <laughs> just, I just Googled Oscar Isaac Ethan Hawke, and there's this article from Esquire that says, that's titled Moon Knight stars Oscar Isaac and Ethan Hawke tripped on mushrooms together. <laughs> I kind of want to read it, but I kind of don't. Like, honestly, they probably did for the yeah. show. Yeah. But, you know, with all that down and out, I think we're kind of at a good point. Everything here. Oh, yeah. We yeah. are definitely good. But, hey, you know, thank you all for listening. Um, you know, we'll have more. Hopefully, like we're going to have more Illness content going out. Um, but yeah, thank you all for listening. Uh, real, real quick, I just yeah, what's I up? just love the fact that during this like almost this entire recording, we've had like a cat. Each of us have a cat to pet this whole time. Yeah, and it's very Thor, relaxing. Thor and is, yours is gonna bite you. Thor is very tired of me petting him. Yeah, like <laughs> like sure he he actually is playing, even though you can see that it looks like he has malice. Mm-hmm. But this is he doesn't know how to play bite. So yeah. it's like one of those things where he's like, yeah, yeah, like. You know, it's like, uh, you know, they can't like, per, you know, not bite you with all their force. It's just like, oh, yeah, we'll do this, you know. But yes, that is right. We have each had a cat the entire podcast. Yeah. It's been very sweet. I think this is the most Loki's ever let me pet him before. Mm-hmm. I, think Lo- I think that's really nice, though, because um, Loki just takes forever to, yeah. you know, just acclimate to anyone. It's been two years, Loki. So, yeah. I'm really glad we've uh, reached this milestone <laughs> in our relationship. But, you know, uh, yeah. So, mascots of the box office bros aside, <laughs> thank you all for listening. Box office bros, out. Thank you for listening to Box Office Bros. Oh, gee, thanks, Dad. You can listen to the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher. Podcasts are great. Radio's boring. Have a great day. And see you next time. If I'm not back in five minutes, just wait longer. And now for my next impression, Jesse Owens. Peace out. Later, Tater. End of story. Bye-bye. See you later.